0: And that was the title song from a great CD, which we've been playing for the last uh, few weeks right here. An outstanding keyboardist, bassist, producer, and uh, we know him as a member of the alternative Christian funk band Sound Doctrine, but he has uh, recently released a solo CD, and it's called Living Color, the track we just listened to. And we're in for a real treat because today on the line we have, all the way from Ohio, Mr. Jim Our I hope I pronounced your name Correct.
1: That's that's pretty close. Jim Cuckanauer. Okay. Yeah. okay,
0: Jim Cuckanauer. Yeah, yeah, great to be with you. Yeah, great to have you here. And um, you know, the out al- the album, solo album that you have out. Um, tell tell us about how long in the making. I know, in-, in the second track, you have a little intro to it saying, you know, you wanted to have your own record album. How long have you been thinking about it, having your own record?
1: Well, actually, I've been thinking about it quite a while. Um, I, I've accumulated songs down through the years that I've just kind of recorded, you know, just on a four-track or whatever, and then basically just filed it and um, started playing with Sound Doctrine, uh, I guess, almost three years ago. And Jerry Bula, uh we know him as Jerry B, mm-hmm. uh, he's he's really been pushing me to to get it recorded. So about a year ago this month, actually, I started putting uh, tracks into, uh, I use a program called Sonar. Okay and started developing the tracks and putting together as much as I could. I did a lot of the um, uh, background material. And then, and then probably about late spring last year, I started inviting some of the guys from the band in to just do overdubs and things. And, and of course, Jerry worked pretty closely with me through the whole process. So from be- beginning to end, this particular recording took, I'd say, probably eight or nine months. And uh, we did it all in my basement studio.
0: Home. in the liner notes, we got a picture of you in the studio there. I, I love these liner notes. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah, so, so uh, you know, you're working with your great friend, Jerry B., and another great friend of ours here uh, mm-hmm. on the Upper Room. And uh, Living Color, uh, I know, is somewhat of a, a philosophy or a tribute to Dr. King. Tell us about how you uh, titled this one.
1: Yeah, it really is. I, uh, I've always had great respect for, for Dr. King and... Um and, and not only him as a person, but his message as well. And uh, in fact, in the middle of of the title cut, "Living Color," we really wanted to feature uh, an excerpt from his his uh, speech. Uh, I have a dream speech. and It just didn't work out uh, as far as getting approvals and things like that. But um, um, but yeah, I, I've really um, since playing with Sound Doctrine, um, really seen. I guess you. Maybe could even just call it the magic of when people come together from different races, from different perspectives, and just blend their talents musically. And it's amazing what happens. Um, I have to be Caucasian. Um, the other guys in the band are African American, and and um, and we just come together. It's it's amazing. In fact, the other night when we were beginning uh, rehearsal, I just started playing some chords, and uh, and those guys just kind of jumped in and. Ten minutes later, we've got a brand new song.
0: Wow! And
1: it's just yeah, it's 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 really neat to see the uh, the synergy, I guess you could call it. Um, and so I just wanted to celebrate that with the with the title cut and um, and call it Living Color in celebration of of what can happen when we come together musically.
0: And Jim Cochinour's CD uh, Living Color is available uh, at cdbaby.com, and mm-hmm. uh, I'll give you the spelling of Jim's last name: C O U H. Oh, excuse me. C o, u c h e n o u r, and mm-hmm. is that a French origin? The name.
1: Uh, you know, I think it might be. I've okay. never really researched that. I, I should do that. But uh, yeah, I was yeah. just saying my
0: my wife. G So, She's, you know, French Canadian. So okay. Yeah, thought I maybe saw that name one time up there. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, going back to the CDs available on CDBaby.com, and of course that's SoundDoctrine.com. So u-n-d-o-c-t-r-i-n-e dot com so uh people can get it it's an independent release and uh, the line of notes talk about the recipe for uh indie releases got pictures of, of yourself and jerry b and everybody else in the band mm-hmm. so uh I, w- I was reading some of the stuff that you get into besides your own music um i mean you got some great taste there uh with uh, foreplay and tell us about your upbringing. W- was it the piano that you, you know, first thing you got into?
1: Yeah, it really was. I um, of course I took lessons when I was maybe eight or nine or whatever, and and it was the kind of thing where my mom had to to set the timer to make sure I you know uh, practiced as much as I should have, and and it was kind of drudgery at that time. But then probably when I was in maybe a, a sophomore in high school. Uh, I really began to just kind of sit down and um, began to play things by ear and began to even compose music at that point. And, and so that's been kind of the basis for, for what I've developed musically from there. And, uh, and I, I traveled in the band all through college. Uh, when it, was, it was a... Um, a Christian College and we we traveled during the summers and all through the year kind of representing the College of, of Public Relations deal mm-hmm. and then we went uh, full-time after that so I did a lot of the arranging and uh, writing for that band and then I kind of I guess in a way set it aside to uh, to make a living <laughs> and get a real job but,, uh, but, I always wrote and always involved was involved in music on a part-time basis uh, in some way, um, usually with with a church, being involved in uh, leading the music or, or uh, being a part of a band uh, in a church setting. So it wasn't until really a few years ago that I really began to um, work with sound doctrine and um, and travel. Um, on a more regular basis in the community, and, and we play at other places. We've been in New York and Lexington and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and that kind of thing. So it's been really fun.
0: How did you get affiliated first with uh, with Jerry and the and the band Sound Doctrine?
1: Well, it's kind of an interesting story. I was um, I was really wanting to get into uh, a band and um, get some exposure playing live and that kind of thing. And and I was at our local music store one day over lunch and I was just kinda browsing the uh, the different advertisements, you know, how the, the bands put up keyboard player wanted and that kind of thing. Right. And as I was going out the door I just looked over and saw this other flyer and it's uh you know, it talked about a band called Sound Doctrine looking for a keyboard player and, and that kind of thing and it had an email address. So I emailed Jerry and um, and told him who I was, what I was interested in, and he emailed me back this—I don't know—it was probably a, a two or three-page application. I mean, you know, asking uh, everything about me and and what my goals were, and, and I was I was really impressed. But um, that led to uh, an interview where we met and talked, and then uh, I auditioned and and uh, and got the part.
0: Wow! So. And, and a you know really great release we should also mention is the live sound doctrine. Um, CD, which is a mm-hmm. really cool thing. We've been playing a lot of music from there. Um, we, we should get into another track right now, give our listeners more of Jim Kokenauer's CD, Living Color. Uh, we've got queued up right now, uh, Small Mouth Bass. Y- you love the fish?
1: Oh, yeah, right. and you know, that's actually kind of a takeoff on, on uh, or play on words. It's, it's actually Small Mouth Bass. Okay. And it, it kind of features the bass guitar and uh, fill the beat on the bass guitar. So I kind of did a... A double
0: meeting there. Right, hey, that's cool. It's a great song right here. We'll listen to it right now. Also on this track, Jerry B on drums, uh, Jim Kokenauer on keyboards, James Harrod Jr. on soprano sax, and Mike Austin, tenor sax, and of course, uh, as mentioned before, Phil, the beat on bass. So we'll get into this right now. From living color, it's Jim Kokenauer, and he's a guest right here on The Upper Room with Joe Kelly and WVOF in Fairfield, Connecticut. And that's another fine selection from the, the wonderful CD from Mr. Jim Kokonauer, Living Color, is the CD and that small mouth bass. A little play on words right there. And uh, he's my special guest this afternoon, uh, all the way from Youngstown. Are you based out in Youngstown, Ohio, like Jerry?
1: Yeah, actually a little town south of there called Columbiana. Okay. But, uh, nobody probably knows where that is, so I just usually say
0: Youngstown. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Uh, you guys came here, and I'm sorry I missed out this past summer. I know um, the band traveled to be at the uh, Soul Patrol convention, and, and how how were things with that? I know it must have been outstanding.
1: Yeah, actually just a couple of us went. Uh, I think Jerry and, and uh, somebody else went, but they really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Had a great time. And uh, um, and speaking of Sound Doctrine, he's probably told you about the, um, the DVD that we're yeah, reading. Yeah,
0: I just got yeah. Jerry's email, so tell us about that.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a really neat story. We, uh, uh, an independent film producer, did kind of a documentary on sound doctrine and its beginnings and and where we are now, and and submitted it to the Hollywood Black Film Festival, and it was chosen as one of the finalists. Oh, and, cool! Uh, so this past summer, Jerry and Phil the Beat went out, and uh, for the premiere of that. And, um, as it ended up, we didn't win the final final, but, uh, it was really neat to have that premiered out there. And, um, uh, we're starting to make that available now as well
0: to get that recognition. Yeah, that's outstanding. Yeah. Um, one, one of the songs on this, I know is was really important to you. And so uh, we should, we should talk about is a song, uh, which you penned called Tourette's tribute and, mm-hmm. uh, has a special personal meaning to you. You want to, uh, let the audience know how how far back this goes and, and the meaning of the song.
1: Yeah, yeah, this is probably one of the most special songs of the whole uh, whole recording. Um, when I was in high school, I, I began to manifest um, symptoms of what is called Tourette syndrome, mm-hmm. and um, and it's there are a lot of different forms of it. I didn't have a real severe form, but it's anywhere you know it can be anything from you know vocal. Uh, grunts and sounds to, um, to, to some people who have it really severe, uh, just can't control their, um, uh, you know, the tics and, and that kind of thing. And, and, uh, and even I have problems as far as vocalizing, um, inappropriate words and that kind of thing. But my, mine was really a lot more mild than that, but definitely there. And and uh, something that I just really never understood uh, what it was. And in fact, it wasn't until I was like, uh, I don't know. Four or five years ago, I was about 39 years old, and my wife saw a program on TV that talked about Tourette syndrome. and And the more she heard about it, the more she thought, you know, that's a lot. Of, um, that's very similar to what what Jim has. And so she, we talked about it, and I investigated, it, and actually ended up going to a neurologist and was diagnosed with it. And so for the first time in my life, I understood. What this thing was, and and the fact that you know this is this is the way God wired me for whatever reason, right? Yeah, wow. And it was it was a real discovery and kind of a a defining moment, I guess you could say, in my life. And and as a as it turns out, um, it's interesting to see how many artists and how many creative people have Tourette syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know, it's even believed that Mozart had it. And, and of course, you mentioned is it, it Michael Wolf? Yeah,
0: is it? Michael Wolf, Yeah. Band yeah. leader with uh, Arsenio Hall before. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it really kind of helped me just relax and sit back and say, OK, you know, that this is the way I'm wired. I'm going to accept this. And um,
0: yeah, how about as far as is there any kind of treatment that you went through?
1: Um, actually, no, I didn't. There is, there are, uh, drugs that you can take if you've got a severe form of it, oh, okay. but, mm-hmm. uh, but I talked it over with the neurologist and, and it really didn't make sense for the condition that I have. It's, it's, uh, not real severe. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's, it's definitely uh, an interesting kind of thing. And, um, and so the song on the CD a lot of a lot of the percussion sounds are the actual vocal uh manifestations of Tourette's if you listen real carefully you can you can kinda hear what I'm doing as yeah, far as the right. uh yeah and and um uh, and so I just decided to, to again put that on there just to celebrate the fact that, you know, I don't have to wonder or have to get control of this or whatever. Uh it's just something that for whatever reason God wired into my life and, and who I am and um uh, and I can just accept it and, and use it for whatever good was meant for it to be used for.
0: So I, I know it's important uh, you're passing on information. Uh, our listeners, they can go to uh, the website uh, talking about Tourette's Syndrome, tsa-usa.org, mm-hmm. and uh, find out all sorts of information. But uh, we should listen to this. This is a really innovative track, and I think it's a great story. Um, And we'll take a listen to it right now from the CD. It's uh, entitled Tourette's Tribute, which features yourself and uh, Mr. Jerry B. on this and uh, fill the beat. So we'll, we'll listen to it once again. It's from Jim Kokenauer's CD, Living Color. He's a guest right here at WVOF in the Upper Room with Joe Kelly. And we'll come back and speak once more with Jim Kokenauer. Song from the new CD entitled Living Color from Jim Kokenauer. He's based out of uh, the Youngstown, Ohio area, Uh member since 2003 with alternative Christian funk band, outstanding group of people, Sound Doctrine, featuring uh, Jerry B. Jerry B's been a special friend to us for many years, and uh, Jim's website. Uh, you can get the CD from sounddoctrine.com, also through cdbaby.com, and I wanted to let you know, you and I have something in common, Jim. Oh, yeah? I don't know if you knew it, but... Uh, we love chai tea.
1: Oh, okay.
0: You, you still drink a lot of it?
1: I do. In fact, I have at least one cup every day. Wow. Uh, in fact, I should send, I've should. got a, a recipe I, I downloaded off the internet the other day, and that's really good. I should send that to you. I'll, I'll email it to you if I can remember that.
0: Yeah. That's, <laughs> when did you discover chai tea? Because I, I just recently did, like a year ago.
1: Yeah. You know, I was... Uh, I was traveling somewhere, and I was in an airport, and my brother was with me, and and he asked me if I'd ever tried tried chai tea, and I said, no, and so I got one, and that's probably been two years ago, and uh, I'm not a coffee drinker, so, uh, you know, that's just, uh, yeah. In fact, uh, my next uh, CD will probably have a song named Chai Tea. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean if people don't know they should try it out it's really really good
1: yeah starbucks makes a good chai
0: and, and I, I know um sound doctrine's played you guys played uh, some border shows right yeah, yeah mm-hmm. right right i remember talking to jerry b last time yeah in uh, fact
1: i'm oh, i was just going to say i'm i'm doing some uh, traveling myself too where i just go out on a solo gig and uh-huh. uh, and i did a, a border store, and i i do kind of a multimedia show where i play a lot of the cuts from the cd living color What I've done is edited out all the keyboard um, tracks, and then I just play along with that. And then I've got these videos that play along with the songs as well. So it's kind of a multimedia
0: deal. Ah, that's that's a good uh, idea.
1: But yeah, we've we've done quite a few borders.
0: So, uh, you know, speaking of the keyboards, I mean, that's your bread and butter. Tell us about some of the uh, keyboards that, that you work with on this record.
1: Actually, there's one main keyboard that I uh, did everything out of, basically, and it's the Alesis QS6. Okay. And it's a, it's a great board. It's, um, uh, I like it because it's got a uh, real piano feel to it and um, just a whole lot of sounds out of it for, for the money that, uh, that it costs. And uh, it's the same one I use live as well. I do have another older um, Roland keyboard that I use just for brass, hits and things like that but so the main thing is the elisa's keyboard and uh, of course that goes right into the computer and,
0: and your family is uh definitely supportive from when i got your, your two daughters and your wife uh tell us about being a, a musician and having the support of of what you do and love
1: yeah it's it's incredible in fact uh of course uh playing out is not my full-time gig i just uh wouldn't be able to uh to pay the bills unfortunately at least yet but mm-hmm. um when we were doing the recording, um we did it in my basement, and there would be nights where it's you know two and three in the morning, and we're doing overdubs on the you know drums or bass guitar or whatever and uh, and so they were very understanding um and and things like you know when we're doing recording um like with the drums or i, I do a couple of tracks where I sing and um, so I had to ask them to take their shoes off while they're walking upstairs above me or that. <laughs> right, mic right. <laughs> So uh, it was interesting, but they're very supportive, and it, I'm very
0: thankful for that. Yeah, and uh, the place people can get living color, we we always recommend to uh, support indie musicians. And we always mention websites and where people can get the CD because uh, you know it, it costs a lot of money to get uh, you know a, a big cutout in these big chain stores. So uh, we always recommend where to get the CD. You can go to sounddoctrine.com. S U N d o c t r i n e dot com also at uh c d baby dot com and congratulations i was reading the detroit gospel dot com wow we're talking about they they love the c d yeah, it's yeah. outstanding i mean um you can go up there and and that that's gotta make it all worthwhile when you when you get response like that tell us about when you receive something all those accolades what goes through your mind
1: it just um it's it's very gratifying you know because i uh, i think i do music first and foremost because i it's just something i have to do i mean you know it's just kind of like um when i hear a song or melody in my mind i've got to get it down on on uh, on the keyboard and into the computer but to uh, then take it a step further and make it available and know that people enjoy it it's just uh, yeah it's just incredible uh, it's it's uh, i'm humbled by it
0: one, one thing I really admire, and I was reading through your CD, about Fool's Gold is, is kind of one of the driving forces in your life. Um, and maybe you want to go into detail about, about that song and the meaning behind it. But uh, how, yeah. how do you get to I mean, was it always like that for you? or Was there a turning point in your life when you realized, you know, this, this is where I should be at?
1: Well, yeah. In fact, um that song actually came to me. I, I like to, um, get out and, and run in the mornings, um, real early. I run about three miles uh-huh. every other day, something like that. And, and I was, as I was running down this road one morning, that, that, uh, chorus just came to me about fool's gold. And, um, I was really trying to put my mind and my heart in, in the mind and heart of somebody who, uh, who was really searching for, for something. And, uh, personally, I, I really believe that, um, that we were made to have a relationship with God, with the God of the Bible. And, um, uh, and so I was just trying to put myself in the, in the spot of somebody who, who didn't really understand that and was just kind of searching for that. And so that's how I wrote "Fool's Gold" was from that perspective. And I didn't want it to be the kind of song where it just kind of wrapped it up all nice and neat. I wanted to leave kind of the question there and, um, and just really uh, relate with people. So that's, that's really where it came from, and um, and it's kind of the opposite of where I feel I am. I really feel like spiritually, uh, you know, I'm settled, and, and um, of course I'm growing and, and that kind of thing, but, um, but really feel at peace with where I am and my relationship with God. And, and so I wanted to kind of use that as a tool to uh, really begin a dialogue with somebody who may want to talk about it further. And that's why I put my uh, my personal... Uh, email address in there for anybody that wanted to uh, explore that any further
0: yeah so that, that that's cool and uh we invite our listeners once again to uh access uh the websites our great friends over at dot com, jerry b and company and also uh cdbaby.com where you can read the glowing reviews uh detroitgospel.com uh, bestowed on jim kokenauer's cd living color and and we're just Happy that you gave us some, some more great music to play and uh, hope to meet you in person when, you know, yourself or, and or Jerry B. and Sound Doctrine come, come eastward here. So Yeah, yeah,
1: that'd yeah. be great.
0: Got, you got to wait till the weather warms up a little. We, yeah. Yeah. Did you guys get hit pretty good with a, a storm recently?
1: We did, yeah. Uh-huh. We got uh, probably six inches. It doesn't sound like we got as much as you guys, though. Yeah,
0: I, I think we only got eight, but, you know, they're forecasting another four to eight tomorrow, so uh-huh. we'll have to see, yeah. So so we're going to go out with, uh, I've got a track all queued up for you. It's uh, the music uh, of the song Pocket Chains. How did you uh, compose this with uh, the guys on the record?
1: Actually, uh, I picked up the bass two or three years ago. I've always been interested in bass guitar, and um, and that's a melody that just kind of came to me as I was learning to play the bass, and, um, and then I went ahead and used that as a basis for the song. And then, of course, Jerry... Came in and and uh, made the rhythm work and and uh, we just put it together one step at a time.
0: So, oh, one well, one final question, and this is probably because I'm not a musician. When you're having two couple people working on uh, one song and each has a little take of the drum programming, how do you divvy up that, and how does that usually work? Because I noticed a couple guys working on drum programming on one song. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, a lot of times Jerry and I would be just sitting. Together and uh, and I'd play a loop or or uh, play something even out of the Elysis and then and then he'd suggest something else and then there were also some times where he just he's got a uh, electronic drum pad and so we'd go through the song and he would actually play live from the drum pad right into the uh, the track in Sonar on the computer and so it was really a collaborative effort and a lot of times we just experimented with things and uh, sometimes that works out even better than what you had planned. So, um, uh, but again, it's nice to, to be able to have that kind of working relationship where you can try things and then you can be honest and say, you know, that really stinks
0: or right. whatever. <laughs> Let's move <laughs> on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got a great song ready to drop on our, our listeners right now. This is from, uh, Jim Kokenauer's CD, Living Color. It's Pocket Change, and, uh, we'll be playing a little more music from the record as well as some live sound doctrines. So, uh, thanks so much, Jim, and, uh, continue to, uh blessings on on the new record well thank
1: you thank you very much joe
0: okay